so it's Thursday afternoon here at OzCon. Things are slowing down a little bit. Everybody's enjoying their afternoons. Jared, Adam, and Tim here. What's up, guys? Hello. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> As you can tell, we're, we've reached the part of all good conferences where you, you're a little loopy. You've been going, going, going. I'm tired. And you got, you're running on fumes, but uh, it's a good thing. It's a real good thing. It's a good thing. It feels good. We've met a lot of people here. A lot of people. We have met a lot of people. I'm, I'm shocked at how many people don't know who we are. <laughs> but, but, but I think that's a good thing, right? Because that means that we're... Right. We're that's because this is right your people. first rodeo. Uh, I found out yeah, that's true. earlier that lots of people don't know what the changelog <laughs> is. Lots of them. And so that's why it's fun, because we get to uh, tell them what we're up to. Meet some new people. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and that's a nice thing. Like, lots of people don't know who we are, find out who we are, and then are really excited about what we're doing. Get a bunch of stickers. Here's one thing that I've learned probably today, but at least this week, is... A lot of the listeners to the changelog have no idea, no idea that we have any other shows yes. besides the changelog. Yeah. And it's they're frustrating. Pretty, but they're kind of excited to find that out. <laughs> That's the good news. It's like we tell them, you know what, we got five shows that we ship every week. And they're like, wow, holy cow, do you have a master feed? And I'm like, well, thanks for asking. Let me tell you about our master feed. Master feed. The other thing is they think that you two are on all five of those shows. That's true. Although... Because I've heard That's a few people ask Jared, case. like, are you guys on all those shows? <laughs> no. No, we are not. No, we're not. We have amazing other hosts. That's right. A new show. AFK. Of course, AFK has been the hit of this show. So, away from keyboard, uh, two episodes in and already a fan favorite. <laughs> already a fan Tim favorite. Tim was... Uh, telling us all about how the AFK stickers were out before any of the other stickers. Oh, I was I was pimping those <laughs> all day yesterday. It's kind of like a GitHub uh, star count, you know, which tells you, of course, how how good a project is is based on the stars. Oh yeah, of course. It's objective. It's definitive. It's the only way you could possibly know yeah. how successful a project Popularity is. Popularity and importance. Well, on the changelog, it's it's sticker count. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the other way around. It's the lack of stickers means better yeah. show. This is how yeah. we know that view is better than React. Objectively, definitively. I agree. Stickers. <laughs> stickers. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, highlights and lowlights. Adam, why don't you go first, man? Uh, what's what's been the best? What's the, been the best and worst for you here? Best. All right, let's start with best. Best would have been. Uh, I think Sue's put the pressure on. With the demo, that's an easy win. Live it's coding on stage, live the coding, keynote. ticking clock, very intense. I was, I was shaking in my boots. Happy I was to hear a JS party shout out during that. That's right. We were coming down the aisle, going to our seats. Heard Suze's intro, and she's the co-host and panelist of JS Party. Can't can't beat that. Yeah. Audience like this, gotta love that. And the worst. worst. Yeah, right about now. What? <laughs> right about now. <laughs> right about now. No. That's how you really feel. In all honesty, I mean, like, you know, you just, you just kind of get wiped out from a conference. Yeah. It takes a lot of energy out of you, I would say. And I'm not super high energy right now. I wish I was. A little coffee could do. So I would say now because of no coffee. Okay. Not because of the company. Tim. What do you got? Well, I think my highlight, because I haven't 
actually gone to any of the talks. I mean, I, I went to the keynotes today, but I think my highlight has been like meeting people. I, I love to meet new people. And it's been nice to get to know people that don't know what we're doing, but it's also really nice to hear people that love our show, yeah. uh, love our shows, and really like us, really like what we're doing. Um, and it's nice to talk to them. I think the, the, the low definitely is, man, this is tiring. It is. I'm feeling it today. But, right now? Yeah. <laughs> right this second. But no, uh, you know, other than that, I've had a blast here. This yeah. has been so fun. I, and the other, actually, the other highlight for me has been meeting the both of you. Mm. That was really nice. Because, I, I mean, I've talked to Adam for years, but yeah. I've never actually met him in person. I'm finally meeting you in person. That's right. Sadly, uh, I'm not always cracked up to be, and I'm just not, I'm just not what he expected. <laughs> I feel like we've gelled really well. I'm gelling. I'm gelling. Like I, I'm gelling right now. I agree with that. <laughs> it's always great with distributed remote teams to uh, finally meet IRL. Although Adam and I have met IRL plenty of times, but yeah. ad- adding Tim to the team this year. Many plenty. Feels like a, you know, two's a couple, three's a party. See how I adjusted that? Ooh, nice. Beautiful. So we're having a party this year. I'd say the highlight for me is familiar faces, which I couldn't say previously because, you know, it takes time to build up relationships, friendships. With the people around here, we come to these events and we used to not know anybody. And that was its own adventure and fun. But now it's like you see people and it's like, oh, we met last year. We met oh, a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, we know you. You yeah. know us. We hey, had you, you on doing? the show. I mean, catch up. Brett walked up to us and yeah, a, a longtime listener. He was actually had suggested... We'd do a show with Bertrand Leroy years ago. Made it happen. We made it happen. We sent him a t-shirt. I had never met him. Nope. And in fact, when he told me I'm Brett and that all happened, I was like, that's amazing. You know? I, can't I remember we did, that. We did yeah. that stuff. That was awesome. And then we hung out and chatted with him for 15, 20 minutes. Awesome guy. Yeah. And so those are the, those are the moments that I think really Some matter faces. the most. Low lights would probably be right now. We all keep coming back to the same thing. I mean, I was are you, doing are you all right it? until Adam ruined it. Are you feeling this it? moment. Yeah, he's really bringing me down. <laughs> so we got that going for us, which is not nice. I had another coffee, too, and I'm not feeling nothing. It's not helping that out. That coffee did not do anything for me. No. You need strong coffee. Espresso. Hey, that, that's what those people at Indeed promised me. So I had some of their coffee. It was very good. Maybe that's why I'm doing Baron Y'all. It was great. I had their coffee as well. And it didn't do it for you. <laughs> it did. Oh. But that was about an hour ago or so. Okay. Like two hours. Either way, more coffee is, is a requirement. Yeah, you know, I think you're right, though. The familiar faces piece because, you know, getting to see Jessica again, get to see Beth again, get to see some of the different vendors here that we know of. Yeah. Um, different nonprofits here. Uh, e- even people who come to OSCON every single year have kind of... You know, caught up with them again. You were at London a couple years ago. Yeah. We came back to uh, OSCON here in the U.S. at Austin. This is our second time to OSCON in the U.S. here in Portland now. So kind of makes you feel like you're at home. But then it's also nice to actually go home and really be at home. Yeah. Which is what we're also looking forward to, I Can't assume. Can't deny that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. What's interesting, too, is we talked a lot about the, uh, the five active shows and what's going on and, you know, our, our uh, slowdown, I suppose, to growth of shows, to focus on the growth of those shows. Right. Is interesting, too, that the listeners don't get to hear about too often. Well, tell them about it more. 
well, you know, we have five shows. If you only listen to one, you should listen to four more. Uh, changelog.com slash master is a way to get them all. I highly encourage you to do that. But, uh, you know, browse. Changelog.com slash podcasts, plural. There's lots of shows there. Um, thriving newsletter, a lot of fun there. Keep up. Keep up. Well, let's talk about the actual, some of the strategy there, some of the decision-making, like you said, as opposed to, like, what do we do? Like, what, what does content look like going forward? We're trying to provide awesome stuff for developers, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that we are proud of and also would love to yeah. consume. But then that's the question is, like, how do you go about that? And how many shows is enough shows or too many shows or not enough shows? And, and really, one of the conclusions that we came to this week as we all hung out together and talked is... And this may sound like boastful, but like we got some good shows and we're going to keep making those shows better by, you know, improving production, improving flows, great guests, continue striving towards better shows. But the current portfolio, we think, is pretty solid, very well-rounded now that we've added Founders Talk back in, Practical AI, and Away From Keyboard, rounding out really kind of a diverse set of shows, I believe, in terms of topic. And so the focus for a little bit now, maybe these next six to eight months, is polish, growth, and really kind of nurturing those to be bigger, better, stronger, faster, like like Daft Punk wants them to be. Yeah. I think for me, that that's what's exciting about the fact that all three of us are working on this together. Because, I mean, I've, I've had a pad, podcast before, right? But I, I never had the, the luxury of having two other people mm. help me grow that. Um, so I, I think, for me, this has been really fun to talk about not only how do we continue to, to fine-tune and finesse, but also uh, how to make the, the audience that we have grow over time. Yeah. Because really... When you when you look at other shows, a, a lot of the times the two main problems that they have is first consistency and second, like getting the show to the right audience, and that's yeah. that's that's a big problem that we'll have to tackle as well, and we're trying to. Um, and I think in in the next six to eight months, I think we'll get closer to the solution that's going to work for us. Yeah. One thing that I've been feeling more lately, probably in the last year of ChangeLog is that the community that we're trying to build around the content, around the news, you know, even all the way back from ping and, you know, listener suggested shows to the people who are involved in the live stream and JS party every Thursday, hanging out in the chat, is that we're starting to, we're starting to, I'm starting to actually feel the community a little bit more. Where it's like, it's not just like, let's get it going. This idea. Like it's there and it's burgeoning and it's fun. I like the idea of that, like, healthy growth, not just of audience and listener, which we do want, but of, like, the inner circle of that, which is the ones who interact, the people who are making the shows better by giving feedback and making requests and telling us, hey, this is a great person, you got to have them on, or, heck, I'm a great person, you should have me on, whatever it happens to be. I feel like that's happening more in the last year. Does that, is that something you're feeling, or? I'd say the community side of it, for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, friendly faces, familiar conversations in Slack, even on Twitter, seeing similar people, like, mention things or retweet things or 
just whatever. I see it happen a lot more in Slack. Not so much in the issues like you're mentioning, though. But In what? In the issues. Like in ping, in, you in mean? In ping, yeah. I think it started in ping. I think it's moved to Slack more, probably. Yeah. But A lot more submissions to news, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. where there wasn't any really, besides ping, kind of get lost. Now they actually have a system. Let's if you haven't heard, yeah. changelaw.com slash submit. So if you've got some news or yeah. content that is uh, great for your greater developer community, share it. This might be a tough one for the three of us because we've been on the hallway track so much. Adam and I went to yesterday's keynotes. Adam and Tim went to today's. That's all we've had as far as sessions. We don't get to sit in. Mm-mm. You know, we're out here doing interviews. That's fine. That's, that's not what we're here for necessarily. But despite that... Let's talk about what we've seen here in terms of trends, topics, what are people talking about, what's exciting. Anything you've noticed that stuck out and said, okay, two this things, is, okay. Two things. Kubernetes, machine learning. Yeah. I'd say the excitement around practical AI has been yeah. very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, Almost every person I've talked to, as soon as I mention that show. They're like, oh, yeah? They're like, nice. yes. Yeah. Especially when I say, Give me one of those we're trying stickers. to make it so like <laughs> developers can actually take this stuff and use it, you know, like in the name practical, but like accessible and usable, right? And there's yeah. so many big ideas and like high lofty goals with machine learning. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's just a dearth, I believe, of content around like and conversations of let's put this to actual use in the real world and make things happen with it. And yeah. so when I tell people that's what Practical AI's focus is, yeah. they're all it. I, I also think what you said to me, uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, is that there, there is some content around AI that exists, but a lot of it is enterprise-y feeling, right? Whereas I think Chris and Daniel are so approachable, yeah. s- such genuine people, and you can tell from the show. Yeah. And I think that that naturally uh, translates into people gravitating toward toward that show. Well, they're zooming into the details is the thing. You know, they're going into the details of the AI versus like the bigger picture, you know? Yeah. I think that makes it a little bit more easier where if you're at a high level of overview of something, you're not really getting practical right. uses of something. Right. You're, you're sort of getting like, this is what Big could ideas. be. Yeah, it's like, it's uh, you know more visionary than it is actually applicable. Exactly. Which, you know, you need that. Yeah, there's definitely a place for that. And I think they'll, they'll have some shows that are like that. You know, it's yeah, not like it course. has to be all tactical. I think the important thing is they're aware that you have to make AI a more practical conversation. Exactly. Less so much like you'll get this promise every single show, but more like we understand your need for making it practical. Productive and accessible. <laughs> to everyone. Scalable. <laughs> Scalable AI. It's <laughs> a backwards That's what joke. I've learned today or yesterday was like the strength of a solid tagline for your podcast. Because when people ask you what it is, you don't even have to think. You can just say the tagline. And right. they're like, okay. I like, got it. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. So I'm glad that we've been finessing those. What's the change logs these days? Has it changed? Interviews with the hackers, leaders, and innovators of software development. Yeah. It used to be open source. Yeah. T- what's up with that? I don't know. <laughs> you know. It's a deep subject. How deep should we go? I think what's interesting is that, you know, that show has always been associated with only open source. Yeah. Whereas I believe 
even if you go back into the archive, sure, open source is a large portion of the conversation. It's sometimes even the entry point into the conversation, but it's not the mm. conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I feel like anybody who looks at the change log is simply a show on open source software is... Missing some of the pictures. Definitely, because right. they're, they're missing out on some really awesome conversations we have that are just developer lifestyle, the way teams scale, uh, how you might even go about getting funding for an open source project or how things right. play out. It's so much more than just simply the source control or the, the, you know, the license, for example. A lot more about actual software development practices that you just don't get otherwise. I, I really like the, the direction that the two of you have been taking with the changelog recently. And I, and I mean, I don't know if this is 100% on purpose, but a lot of the conversations Nothing you've been having, <laughs> a, a lot <laughs> of the conversations that you've been accident. having recently is, is on the sustainability of open source yeah. long term. And I, I really enjoy those conversations. I think that's more because uh, uh, maybe perhaps less so a decision that we made to cover that, and more so that's what there is to cover. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, uh, a lot of it's, focus. It's definitely the last been an years. emphasis. And even one so that, like, as I look at our catalog, I start to get maybe even jaded too, or I, I try to look for variety against it because I feel like so much that we do is that conversation, like funding, sustainability, mm -hmm. burnout, yeah. maintainability. Unramping. Yeah. Growth. Right. But the fact is, is like these are the challenges today. Right. right. These So many people are facing right. these, and so these are the conversations we're having, not because we necessarily are choosing to have those, but because those are the ones that are out there, and so that's important, and so that's what we're here to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think to a certain degree, though, that's good because that provides kind of like a story arc, right, for the change log yeah. in a certain degree. And everybody has a different perspective on that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, your burnout isn't my burnout. Right. You know, my team scaling isn't your team scaling, you know? Yeah. And everybody has a different angle for that, and everybody has a different, you know, aspect of community. Like, I always appreciate being able to share with somebody, like, hey, if, if community is a big part of your, you know, what you're trying to do, then make it a accessible on the homepage easily like yeah tell somebody where community lives so they can actually join not hide it or obfuscate it you know and make it not very clear it's an easy win change.com slash master 